0: Hello, our dear audience, and welcome to our EU StarG's podcast. EU StartJays is a program covering Italy, Spain, Finland, and Austria, and co-financed by the European Union. It has an aim to support and help the migrants and refugees to create their own initiatives startups in those hosting countries. We hope to encourage people with our inspiring EU StarG's stories to believe in themselves and start their own entrepreneurial path. I'm Arta, your host for today, and I would like to introduce Salma Zumfika, our brave interviewee for today. Salma is founder, director of Art Connects, award-winning international artist and women's rights activist. Hello Salma and thanks thank you for being with us today. Hi Arta, thank you for having me. Of course, we're really pleased to have you. Uh, so let's start with the first question. Uh, you are an international artist and women's rights activist. Can you tell us more about that in your life background?
1: Sure, so um, I'm a visual artist, I paint, um, I work with film and poetry to express myself and uh, to talk about uh, women's rights, human rights and also to empower refugee girls and women in particular. Um, I am from a Pakistani background, my parents were migrants to the UK and that's where I was uh, brought up and um i've had the opportunity to um travel uh, through my work a lot around the world um which has inspired my work and um and my passion to to help migrants and refugees and and women and girls in particular um having been to the middle east to africa to asia and spent uh, quite a lot of time out there um, you know the needs are great, and I, I believe that art is a powerful way to be able to uh, help people. Um, so that gives you a bit of a bit of an insight into uh, my life.
0: That's really interesting. Uh, so you are the founder of Art Connects. Tell us some more about the idea itself and how you came up with it.
1: So Art Connects is something I started in at the end of 2016, and um, it's basically um, a workshop that uh, promotes um, social cohesion and um, peace and tolerance, and also empowers refugee girls and women at the same time. It te- them skills and provides them with employment as well. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, I've worked in the humanitarian field for over a decade. So it's in my blood to promote humanity, diversity, and equality. And I'm from the West Midlands. The UK, which is an area which um, you know voted overwhelmingly to leave the EU, and um, you know to break this solidarity with the EU, so um, our connects was really in reaction to that, and what's happening around the world as well, um, and the need for us to um, be connected to to Europe um, in many ways, uh, particularly on the issue of migration, as we're seeing right now. Um, So, you know, racism was increasing, hate crimes are increasing uh, in the West Midlands and in other cities across the UK. So this was another reason why I set up the project and um, I've been delivering workshops uh, uh, in different cities prior to the outbreak of COVID-19 um, and uh, you know, making an impact uh, in that way, promoting dialogue through art and conversation, also holding um, Art Connects events in, uh, in political venues like the House, uh, House of Lords in Westminster, um, getting you know some, some of the politicians on board to think about um, what they're doing when, when creating policy around these issues and, and pushing for better rights for migrants and refugees as well.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the workshops. Uh, can you tell yeah. us about uh, about those workshops? What is the usual format and output of them? So, we choose
1: a, a relevant theme, um, something that's relevant to the people that are attending and then we create art around this and uh, discuss as well um, what they, they've created. Uh, so we create pieces of individual art and also collaborative art. I'm a participatory artist so, um, you know, whatever we do, we, we, can, we can also collaborate and combine it. Um, I've done films as well uh, where, you know, migrants and refugees have been a part of that, uh, poems that have been written together. And have been performed together, which have had an impact um, and shown internationally um, to change negative perceptions, to change people's perceptions on this issue, particularly right now as well.
0: Yes, and so you're telling that um, women's are usually the main audience, Uh, but for example, if there comes a man or who wants to participate, do you allow allow them to participate (laughs) or it's only like a woman's?
1: uh... That's that's a very very, um, good question. I I do hold uh, events which do include men. Now, I believe that uh, men have to be part of the solution, obviously, with empowerment for women. Um, you know, so uh, I do hold workshops where, where men, families are also present. Um, you know, so um, it, uh, sometimes, you know, it's exclusively for women, but there are workshops where men and families are also involved. Um, and it's interesting because you have different discussions. Uh, from my experience, the conversations have been a little bit more frank, I think, uh, when we've just had women and they feel more at ease to be able to discuss what's going on in their lives, you know, some, yeah. some women have said that they've never met someone of a different um, culture, for example, they don't have much interaction of people from different cultures, and this is what my project is all about, it's about bringing people together to promote cultural understanding, which will break down those barriers and um, help promote solidarity and unity and equality.
0: Yes, that's, I, I understand. Thank you. Um, so, can you please share the story and main idea for the project, uh, the Migration Blanket, I saw it in your webpage and I thought it was amazing. So, can you please share?
1: Yeah, the Migration Blanket is um, an idea that I came up with uh, for a project in two thousand and eighteen. Um, so we. I created this blanket made from canvas uh, with women in Birmingham and uh, it contains almost um, you know s- almost 60, 70 pieces of artwork where they're telling their stories, they speak about their struggles and their hopes and dreams and I've also brought these together with my own artwork, um, which look at um, the issue of um, uh, promoting free migration and cultural divides as well. Um, so, looking at a whole host of different issues, the women were able to express themselves during this project. You know, they didn't quite realise uh, what it was about in the beginning, but they 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 felt the benefit of uh, art during this project and how they were able to release a lot of the pain that they were suffering and holding for such a long time because of what they'd been through um one woman you know showed a, a racist attack which she faced when she'd first arrived in London for example another lady you know talked showed drew, drew a picture of her passport because she was stateless you know so she she didn't have any papers and was still waiting for the decision to be made about her stay in the country, which affects a lot of people, a lot of families, a lot of migrants and refugees. Um, you know, when they first arrive in the country, so they're left on tender hooks, and this affects them in in a massive way. Um, so the blanket concept, as I mentioned earlier, I have. Uh, extensive experience of working in the humanitarian field working with women and children um, and have visited many refugee camps and settlements all over the world uh, in pakistan in lebanon in yemen kenya chad cameroon and uh, i've witnessed firsthand how people's lives have been destroyed and often in a camp the blanket is the only thing of comfort that these people have so this is why I decided to choose the blanket as the basis for the artwork um, as a creative way of of, of uh, you know advocating and sending out a strong message to support um, uh, refugees and migrants. Um, so that that's uh, where the idea came from. The artwork was exhibited uh, during the Venice Biennale last year, and I'm now just about to finish a second phase of this project where we've created a film as well which will be released soon Um, and I've been working with women all over the world for this, um, representing different continents, four continents over 20 countries, so it's uh, an extension of uh, the lives of women during COVID and, and showing their lives during COVID
0: that's amazing I think the the idea and, and message uh, what you told us it's, it's super amazing and and I like how it uh, the art can help uh, to address these, uh, this this um, situations and, and uh, struggles what those women are facing so that's I think it's amazing what what you did. Hope to, hope to see you, have to see this blanket somewhere in exhibition in, in uh, Europe or, or so I can see it too. <laughs> yes,
1: definitely. Yeah, we'll be holding some events, online events in the near future.
0: Cool, so I will follow them. Uh, so, the COVID-19 pandemic did impact lives around the world. According to your view, how did this situation impact women's uh, lives in, in England?
1: Uh, Well, it's affected them massively, you know. Um, Their voices haven't really been heard and all we've been hearing about is a lot of negative press around migration in the English Channel. Um, As I mentioned, I've been working with women all over the world, Greece, Turkey, Italy, Asia and the Middle East. They're isolated, they are cut off from their usual support Charities aren't able to function during this crisis and lockdown. Um, funding sources have been put on hold uh, without finding suitable solutions to continue reaching out to most of the vulnerable people. Um, you know, So they've been impacted in a big way. A lot of them told me that... Um, they, they can't afford to bulk buy, you know, people who've had this phenomena of people buying up whatever it is in the supermarket, they can't do that, so when they go shopping there's not much left for them to be able to buy or, you know, to, to be able to um, keep themselves um, afloat during this situation. Yeah. And um, other people, uh, you know, living in shared accommodation, there's lots of issues with that as well. And um, I also uh, represent and support the LGBT community um, coming from uh, a Muslim background as well. I'm very supportive of the LGBT community and um, uh, providing them a platform through Art Connects as well. So, some of them have been attending. And saying that they face very difficult situations, a lot of um, you know racism as well and um, discrimination. Um, the pandemic is exposing you know inequalities, and th- these issues are now being brought to light. So it's time for us to tackle these um, in a way that will bring about long-lasting solidarity. There are huge. Uh, there are huge challenges right now when it comes to funding and resources. I myself, uh, while I've been working throughout the crisis and providing support for vulnerable girls and women, um, you know, I'm having to look for funding to continue. Uh, so, if you are listening and you can help support, then please get in touch. And for the for my hopes uh, for the future um, of the migrant and refugee community. I hope migrants and refugees receive the solidarity and the continued support they deserve and so badly need. Um, I hope for migration policies which are based on humanity and solidarity. And I hope, um, you know, that they are able to live in a safe environment, free from persecution, slavery, discrimination. This is a human right and we should not forget that. Um, Human rights are even more important during this global pandemic
0: true true uh thank you i would like to say big big thank you osama for being with us today and dedicating the time for our interview and dedicating your your work to, to refugees and, and migrant women and, and and communities uh in in your life so really really appreciate it thank for all you <laughs> Yeah, for all who are listening, I remind you, uh, you can find the interview on our website www.eustarges.eu as well as in our communication channels with the same name, eustargees, also Spotify, SoundCloud, and Anchor. Thank you again, and I wish you all a wonderful day. Bye!